Welcome to the Assemblée Dance Studio podcast, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area. Want to grab a free copy of my Dance Studio Growth Marketing eBook? Sign up for a free copy today of the ebook 97 Simple Strategies to Grow Your Dance Studio by going to assemblédancestudiocoaching.com forward slash marketing ebook. Now sit back, relax and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Hey guys, it's Claire here and welcome back to another episode of the Assemblé Dance Studio Coaching Podcast. In last week's episode, I had my amazing social media manager, Mariah, on and we talked all about social media trends, what's coming up, what you should be doing at your studio to get traction. And that was awesome. So I encourage you to listen to that week, which was last week's episode. And this week, we're going to be touching on all about metrics and sort of the numbers that we need to keep across to ensure that whether the work we're doing or the work that we're getting our team to do is actually having an important like change to our business. So um, I firstly would love to welcome Mariah back to the show again. Hi. Uh, For those people maybe who missed last week's episode, Mariah, can you give a little bit of an overview of you and your role within Dance Energy and Assemblé? Yep. Um, so I am the social media manager, marketing manager for Assemblé, um, and all of Claire's other businesses, so her studios, um, and basically I've been doing that full-time now, um, starting this year, but I've been doing a little bit, um, of it the year before that. Um, I'm also the hip-hop teacher, um, at Claire's studio, um, so my role is very unique and it's just like, I'm a hip hop teacher and then I'm also the marketing manager. So I get to switch between hats, um, which is, which I love. It's awesome to do. Um, and yeah, I think that's a little bit about me. Is there anything you need to know? <laughs> no, no, that gives a really clear overview. And I guess if people are interested in knowing how we started working together, they could tune into last week's episode. Yeah. But I guess the word metric sounds very like, maths and science very boring but I guess my first question to you is like why is it important to measure these metrics yeah the main reason is just to see that your work is paying off I feel like you can spend a lot of time um on socials creating the graphics scheduling creating captions and all that and I guess it's to know what worked and what didn't and it's all a very trial and error but I guess the main reason to look at them is to see if your hard work is paying off, if that um, post worked for you or maybe it didn't work and what can you take from that. So I think that's the main sort of reason to um, have a look at your insights and the metrics and the numbers um, is to is to see if what's working and what's not, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. And how often would you say 
it's important to look at it, I guess, at a minimum. And then if you had someone doing your social media, how often would you be checking in? So if it was just you, I would say monthly. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you had someone that was there and they're your social media manager, I would say um, weekly at least just to get, you know, no, I wouldn't check daily at the results. If you had a reel, you can check over the, you know, course of three days or so. But I look at it as a whole um, week by week for the previous week that just went. Um, and then I do sort of a bigger overview at the end of the month and just see what my best performing posts were, um, how, who was engaged, what posts were they engaged with, where's everyone at, stories, reels, where's everyone sort of going. Um, but I like to do that myself weekly and then a bigger one monthly. And I guess a bit of it behind the scenes for us, we have a weekly meeting, like our whole team. And so Mariah comes with that information and shares it with us um, and sort of says, you know, this went well this week, this post didn't. We've either like gained followers or we've lost followers. But like, I think the other day you said we lost some followers, but you were actually happy about that because you think we're kind of niching down to people who are actually consuming our content. So that will start to kind of, again, our numbers will start to look better and then the people who are actually wanting to see our content will Mm -hmm. actually start to see it which is awesome and something I people I think in general might not have thought of yeah um but that's really things like that is really awesome Mm -hmm. um so again like you said weekly just to kind of a numbers overview and like where does people find these numbers it's something that is it is really hard to find does it take a lot of time like what do you what's your take on that Um, so going say off of Instagram, you just got to have a business profile. Um, so make sure it's very easy. I think it's in settings where you can change between profiles. Um, so if you just set up your business profile, you'll see at the top, when you click on your profile, there's an insights button. Um, you click that and Instagram really does all of the work for you. It breaks it down in how, um, how much reach you had, how much engagement, um, how many followers followers you increased. You can change the date frame. So if you want to look at a full month, you can. Um, but it's really just all at a click at a button um, on insights on, on the Instagram profile. So that's where you can find all of that info. Amazing. And I guess if people are listening to this and, yep, cool, they want to find that information, they want to check it in, what are some like basic metrics that you would recommend either people look at or get their team to kind of check in on? Mm-hmm. So my first one that I think everyone should look at look at is your audience's most active times. Um, I think that one maybe we're not aware about, but you there are certain times when people, well, your audience specifically is online and on their phone and Instagram takes note of that and sets it all up for you day by day and what hour of the day that they're online um, and lining up your posts with that time frame. Um, I always like to do it at least 20 minutes before the actual hour because um, then it's had time to sit on Instagram for a bit and it, it will be there when they're on rather than saying, oh, yeah, my best time is 3 p.m. I'll post it at 3 p.m. Um, and it's just sort of gone up. Like maybe they're clipped out by then because, you know, they're not on for long. They have short attention spans these days. So 
Um, that's a really important one if you haven't looked at that before. Um, other than that, I would probably say engagement, um, seeing how many of your followers are actually engaged in your content um, and, yeah, really taking your content on board. Are they liking it? Are they commenting? You know, what are ways to get them more involved in your content so that you constantly pop up first because you'll notice when you're looking at stories and that the first sort of four people are the ones that you click on every day they do that on purpose because they know that you want to engage with their content um and just sort of noting like if you get a new follower you've only got to think it's like two three days that they will sit first on your stories or first posts will come up and if you are clicking on them daily to see what they're doing that's going to always stay in that sort of first 10 people um so you really only have a short amount of time to grip on to those um new followers otherwise you go back to the end of the stories that no one ever looks at um, is it possible like that you know of to get people kind of you know say you've got old followers that you're trying to re-engage with is that possible or is it kind of like you've lost those people um I would say if it's stories in, in general, because I think stories is what's going to help you most. Cause like when I go on the app, that's the first thing that I click on. Um, I know that like polls and getting them involved in that Instagram favors when you do polls and questions and things like that. Um, I think that can boost it up because people get involved in polls. Um, so that could be a good way to um, maybe think about getting those old followers that maybe they just haven't thought of you um, for a while. Yeah. What about Instagram live? Does that do anything? Um, yes and no. I think I know you get notifications every yeah. time someone goes live. Like I have, you know, followers that I don't really look at, but I will get a no- notification when they go live. Um, and I guess it's up to the personal preference or time and place if you want to watch that. Mm. Um, but it's definitely a good way to pop a notification on someone's phone. Um, maybe like if you're having an open day or something like that, going live just before so they know that it's happening um, or going live at the event or something like that could, you know, make someone want to have a look. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's really, really helpful. Yeah. Um, and I guess really I'm just, you know, we're talking about all this stuff and I know how important it is, but I also know like as a dance studio owner or just a small business owner in general, there are so many things we have to do and are expected to do. Mm-hmm. Is, is social media going away? Is this something that we're going to have to, like, are we just sort of, is it a waste of time or is it something that you feel like we have to be doing to sort of stay relevant and to eventually convert people into paying clients? I think everyone's going virtual. I think it's more so than ever everyone has a social media preference. Whether If I'm going to a new restaurant, the first thing that I do is look up their socials and find their menu. Like that's the first thing I'm doing. I it's it's just happening now. I think especially like since COVID and everything, everyone sort of jumped on the socials. Um, and I think it's going to be more than what 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 we used to. I think. Mm-hmm. I think so maybe right. you know as well. Like on our on our profiles, we have our highlights. So often I see people kind of sharing like, um like maybe like oh competition and blah, blah. actually that's a good thing if you are a competition school because it shows a bit about you yeah. but I guess using those spots on your profile as well to be 
highlighting the things that people most often want to look for, you know, Mm -hmm. take a tour of the studio and save that as a highlight reel. What's your timetable? Share that as a highlight reel. Mm -hmm. Um, So really using that as a bit more of a navigational tool, because like you said, and I do the same thing, if I'm going to a cafe or a restaurant, I will have a look at the food and my husband's the same. He will basically pick out what he's eating before we go by looking at the menu and the pictures. Yeah. So that could be, you know, have a uniform highlight reel, have, a, yeah, location, where to park, kind of sharing all these information and then have the highlight reels, you know, that are a bit more maybe covering your classes, meaning like the different styles, I get to know the team, all of those things are a great way um, to keep people kind of connecting with yeah. your profile and using it for what we want it to do, which is converting people from potentially interested to paying clients. Yeah. They, they um, want to know you before they step in your door. So they will stalk your entire Instagram before they even book a trial. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the first point that they're going to go to to look at you. And as, as a parent, they want to see what's happening in classes. They want to see... You know, I always think about, oh, when I'm going to a new place, what's the parking like? Like I I always do that. And just mm. the information's there. You're making them happy as soon mm. as they're on your socials. And it's just I think people go to socials sometimes now before even your website and they're going to your socials. Oh, and 100%. Yeah, yeah, but that's as well, thinking about using your social media as a way to get them either to navigate to the website yeah. if that's what you want them to do or using your socials you know sort of as like a a website hybrid again having those tabs that you know that they click on on your website but on your social media yeah um and even things like now back you know i think last year we couldn't have links on our stories where now you could have a highlight that's like book your free trial yeah and then click on that and it takes them straight through to your website to book their free trial or their pay trial whatever yeah. that you do yeah but really using that as a way to navigate yeah We'll use sort of the social media as like a like a website, a faux yeah. website basically. Yeah. Um, and like yeah. I totally get Very it. Very powerful. Yeah. There's so much stuff that we need to be doing as business owners, but it is, it's not going away. And putting time and energy into it is the best way to see kind of long-term results and potentially you won't see your results immediately. But have Mm. you noticed, you know, when you're putting sort of effort into social media and into, you know, different types of content, is it an immediate success or do you notice it after maybe a couple of weeks or a couple of months? Like how long do people, do you feel like they need to persist for? Um, I would give, be consistent for at least three months. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you, it's more consistency. And I think that's, that's everything, you know, like when you learn and you dance, you don't get it straight away. You need to practice and then it's good. Like it's the same thing. You just got to stay consistent. Um, and then you'll start to see like reels have a very, very big lifetime span. Um, and, you know, they might not kick off until a month later after you yeah. posted it. So weird. Um, yeah. So it's really just just keep going and keep doing what you think is 
um, right for your studio or capable you're able to do. Um, mm. And I think that's sort of the best way to go about it is just staying consistent and then you'll start to see results and your, your families that are already enrolled will know that you're always active on your socials. They're going to go and have a look and what's going on today? Let's have a look at the stories. Is my child in the story today? They're always going back and, and having a look and, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's important. Yeah. I 100% agree. Um, Again, I want to thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I feel like you and I talk about this stuff all the time, just when we're working or chatting about things. So it's really, I think, really great to record it and share it with other people who potentially, you know, they might be a one person show and not have someone to bounce ideas off or potentially considering bringing on a social media manager, or they might have someone already and they just sort of wanting to take it to the next step. So again, if you guys have any questions for us, you want us to check out your socials, give any feedback, or you have a question that you would like answered on future episodes, we would love for you to reach out to us on uh, Instagram or Facebook in our Facebook group. But the you know simplest way might be to just send us a message um, via Instagram at Assemblé Dance Studio Coaching. And it really does let us know that you're listening and that you are actually finding this content valuable because else it's just, again, either me talking to myself or Mariah and I recording a conversation we potentially probably already would have had anyway. Yeah. So we'd love for, to hear from you. Thank you so much for joining me today, Mariah. And I look forward to speaking with you guys next week. No worries. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Assemblé Dance Studio Coaching Podcast with your host, me, Claire O'Shea. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your stories on Instagram and tag the show or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Assemblé Dance Studio Coaching. Tune in next week for another episode all about helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business and become the go-to dance studio in your area. See you then.